Well, hello everybody. Welcome to Real Brave Live. Today, we are gonna be talking about the 15 catchiest cartoon theme songs. You know why? Because Kids Music Day apparently is October 1st. Oh. Was October 1st. If you're, um, if you're feeling inadequate like I am about not having a day named after anything except for being a parent, yeah, you got you got Father's Day. I got well, no, there's Sons National Sons Day, which everybody was proudly putting their sons on Facebook, and there's then also there's National Day. Whatever Day, and there's so many days. We need a national. We need to advocate for a National Real Brave Day. Uh, I'd be into that, like a holiday for yeah. Real Brave. Yeah, like, we should do it. We should make it happen. Like we'll take a holiday. We don't have to come into work. We could. Well, today we're. <laughs> today we're. <laughs> Today we're going to talk about the uh, 15 catchiest cartoon ah, cartoon theme songs from the 1980s. I grew up in the 80s. I'm a mid-70s kid. I'm technically Generation X. We're going to get into that. Um, we're talking about a couple other things. Real Brave is, uh, is excited to announce very soon that PracticePad 3.0 is going to be unveiled to the universe. Right now we are teaching online hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people. And it's really great. You can... Check it out at practice-pad.com. You can also go to realbraveaudio.com and just to give you an idea, it's online lessons. You could meet in a room online with your teacher. We've built our own kind of like interface for this and uh, it's in person, online, only at Real Brave with Practice Pad. So uh, today we're going to talk about Kids Music Day, which is on October 1st, here on some sort of program called Real Brave Live. Yeah. <clears throat> And Greg is is and Magnus is working on um, getting all sixty some odd episodes. Our our team of, of invincible interns. Yeah, yeah, Un, the undying, the immortal, the immortal interns. interns. Hey, listen, we have an intern internship program. I think. What do you think so far? It's it's fun, right? Don't answer that. It's pretty good. Don't answer that. <laughs> you were programmed to say something, and it was. Real brave live is amazing. <laughs> Very good. That's right. Listen, we make it fun. You know, like, what, what else are we going to do? Um, so, uh, yeah, so National, uh, what is this? National Kids Day? Mus uh, Kids Music Day in October 1st? Yeah. Do we um, care about that? Uh, what do you got? You got the Wiggles. Mm -hmm. You got Kids Bop. Yeah. Which isn't really kids music. It's just adult music sung by kids. Well, I think kids music is something like this. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's Lil Nas X. I got a fart in my butt. Farts in my butt. That's kids music. <laughs> I'm 46 and I still think that's funny. That's featuring uh, Nicki Minaj. This is a dude, man. I don't know. Like, I don't think we're gonna get. I don't think we're gonna get that's an, for that. That's an entire album. It's an entire album called Toilet Time too. I mean, f listen, this is. Farty, farty in the butt. Every time you hit play, Greg just starts busting moves. <laughs> Greg is bouncing. Yeah. Farty, farty in the it, it, it is a fat beat. <laughs> that like slowed down trap. Yeah. It's, it's hot right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, before we get into this, let's. This is what we're gonna talk about today, but I think. I think we need to um, talk about something on this day uh, kind of stuff. Um, on this day, and let's go all the way back in time here, 1618, 
Miguel Gomez Camargo, who was a comp apparently a, a composer, was born. OK. Uh, let's go to 1820. What? Uh, Jenny, Jenny Lind. Uh, is, is this a new segment? <laughs> yeah, Jenny Lind. Uh, this, this day in music history. This day in music history, uh, that person was born. Music history. Pretty much, um, uh, let's see, Max Budding was born. Uh-huh. Um, Edgardo in uh, 1915, Edgardo Martin. Oh. Yeah. Of the Martins? Of uh, the, yeah, the Martins. It was a, it was a boy band troupe in the... Okay. 1926, uh, uh, Cyril Rubin, mm -hmm. violinist, was born. Mm -hmm. 19... Famous violinist. Let's go back to 1951. Yep. Kevin Cronin. Oh. Rock vocalist for Ario Speedwagon. Oh, wow. Look at that. Neat. Uh, let's see. Not to be confused with Cronenberg. No. The horror... Uh, horror uh, movie guy. 1998, uh, Mia Sophia Wellenbrink was born. Okay. And uh, uh, in 2000, Addison Ray, American dancer and TikTok star. Oh, wow. Born. Good for Addison But little Ray. known fact, on this day in 1989, Fish at Townsend Family Park, it was one of their early shows. Our played. very own Kevin was born. <laughs> So it's me, 89. Uh, is that is that a, a college football fight song? <laughs> Notre Dame. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, yep, I'm 32. Congratulations. Thanks. I, I made it. <laughs> I made it again. Um, another revolution around the sun. Your birthday has zero famous people in it. Right, but on this day, Fish at, at Townsend Family Park in Vermont, um, they played with the Giant Country Horns. Great show. <laughs> well, happy birthday, man. I hope you have a great day. Thanks. Um, it's going okay so far. Did you have tacos? I did have tacos. I had, uh, actually, I got babacous. I had the uh, buffalo, crispy buffalo chicken tacos. Great. Yeah. All right, well, we wish you the happiest of birthdays. Everybody out there, please wish this guy a happy birthday. He's, please. he's, a, he's a good dude. I need it. And um, in your honor, we'll... Should we stand? We should probably stand for that. Let's, but let's just not play it. I don't know. 1812 Overture? It's the song of a victory. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, so yeah, let's get to the uh, the task at hand here is talking about Thank the 80s. Thank you for the, the fanfare. Uh, fan 80s, fan yeah. Uh, best cartoon theme songs of the 80s. Yeah. Uh, in, uh, in reverse order? In, I guess, uh, 15 to 1? Yeah, something like that. Magnus is here. Intern Magnus showed up. Uh, Only 19 minutes after airtime. Yeah. Good. <laughs> yeah. You, got, uh, you got detention. Detention. No, I didn't. In yeah, school you suspension. Detention. He was just talking about it. He was no, covering no, for no. you. I, had, I had a class and then I got like caught up in the hallway and there was like twelve fifty three by the time I got out. Caught up in the hallway. Wait a second. There was a, there was a big crowd in the hallway. So wait, you had to make your way twenty minutes where they piled up dead bodies in the hallway? Like I don't, I'm not really quite sure. Like yeah, what's the COVID, the COVID. Oh. <laughs> I kid. I'm just, it's not funny. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's not funny at all. <laughs>
Um, okay. So it was a girl. It's okay. That's that's what it sounds like to me. No, no, no. You are my responsibility, technically, so I kind of need to know where you are. <laughs> you could hold yourself hostage. Yeah. You're wearing a Yingling shirt. I, I got your suit. You, got you your were suit definitely. Did you did you crawl here? No, I uh, my car. I can't take it on the highway either. I can't take my car on the highway. Because you don't have a license. It's not street no, legal. I have a license, but it's not street legal. legal. Yeah, it's but a. Like, I was told not to go on the highway. Souped up, souped up lawnmower. Yeah. To go through Pompton Lake. Okay. Uh, ring, ring this what is, have, right? It's getting more interesting as we go. I was kidding about the piled up bodies and. <laughs> yeah, let's move on from there. Let's not talk about that again. I was kidding. What's number uh, 15 on the list? Number 15 on the list of uh, 15 catchiest cartoon theme songs of the 1980s, which would be, as soon as this decides to work. Um, Wait, don't look. I'll play the 8-bit uh, the eight bit version. Yeah? Let's see if it works. See if we don't get taken down. Yeah, that's dope. Is this right? Yeah, man. Let me tell you something about this 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 show. I was obsessed with this show. I was well, obsessed with this show. Robots like, in disguise. I had the comic books. Mm -hmm. Now the comic book, uh, if you if you did not know this, you probably don't. The first series in the comic book, uh, it talks about like it, it was based based on the toy, right? What, what so is they a comic took, book? What? What is a comic book? A comic book is a series of pages with pictures and words on oh, it. Oh, like loss. Otherwise known as a graphic novel. Graphic novel is different in some ways. Like it's the Walking Dead. Graphic novel is going to be the complete kind of story, whereas the comic book is going to be like 15 pages of a, like a story that's spread out over time. Were you a DC Comics or a Marvel, Marvel. Comics? Okay. 100%. DC was darker, certainly. But what, were those, what were those commercials that used to run? I'm gonna keep cutting you off. What were those commercials that uh, that used to run um, in like uh, it, for comic book stores? This ain't your daddy's comic book store, kid. No. All the time in the '90s. No, that was because you lived here. I lived in Queens. Oh, okay. Maybe. Yeah, yeah it was a local. It was a local ad. I had Mike's Comic Hut. Anyway, back to my story before I forget it. <laughs> uh, so the Transformers uh, were based on the toy. It was a uh, Hasbro toy, right? And they came up with this whole story behind it. And uh, it was a limited time series. It was only four whatever comic books. And that turned into like this, in my generation, like this huge thing. So in like ep in comic book like seven or ten or something like that, they actually capture Optimus Prime, who's the main Guy, we have a picture of uh, the Transformers up. Um, that's a really on the nose name for a main character. Optimus Prime. Best at first. Yeah. <laughs> In Latin. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. They capture Optimus Prime, and then at the end of that um, that comic book, that one like uh, edition, they remove his head. Now this is for. I'm like what, 10, 11? They remove his head and they place it. In like this place, and they've captured him, and, but it's just his head. They've they've gotten rid of his body. Nobody knows where his body is. I, I no, his body's hanging in the corner. And it's just his head. Mm -hmm. So, it's so dark. But he's a robot. Yeah, you're just like cutting off the head. Of the you're just cutting off the head, but it's like yeah, it's the cab without you the. You feel like this is really messed up, 
And for like three or four uh, comic books, they, they, Autobots are trying to get them, yada, yada, yada. They finally get them back, they put them back together, and then the story kind of goes on from there. 1986, they come out with the movie, which you said you didn't know about. Yeah, that I watched a thing on. And you watched a thing on, so what was the thing on? The thing on was just how it um, shaped the existential dread of a generation. Yeah. It introduced death to like children. So they killed Optimus Prime. <laughs> like for good. For good. Yeah. In that movie. Yeah. And it was like it was the first time where you're just you're you're you know something huge is gonna happen and you're you're always I think when you're watching comic books, uh, I mean watching um, cartoons as a kid, you you know that there's gonna be a good ending. Like it's a comic book. It's a it's a cartoon. Like there's gonna be a good ending. It can't be bad. This is the first time where you're like, holy cow. <laughs> They killed off the main character. Yeah. Right? And then they introduced... And then it, the comic book and that series was never the same. Excuse me, the uh, cartoon series was never the same. They actually tried to bring him back in the cartoon series. Like a reboot. Uh, they brought him back. He was like... I don't know. It was weird. Like, they brought him back and he was sick. And uh, it turned out to be like this... Did he have a computer virus? Virus, yeah. Ah. yeah. Uh, personally, Transformers, number one in my heart. The, the remake, in that movie, they did an 80s version of that. It was like by some hair metal band. It was like, Transformers! Yeah. Bold and bestial. Yeah, 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 yeah. Transformers! Um, robots in disguise! Yeah. Uh, I'm getting neat. way too into this. Neat. Um, yeah, so we're also discussing the generational divide on today's episode, because I was born in 89, as Dan mentioned, and fanferred earlier. Um, so I was, I, my cartoons growing up uh, in chronological order was like uh, Blue's Clues, followed by like uh, Ren and Stimpy. And okay, well, I, that, that's kind of like where the generations meet, because Ren and Stimpy was huge. I caught the end of Beavis and Butthead. Beavis and Butthead. Yep. So that's at the tail end of like my whole like watching cartoon right, stuff, right. and then I went back to it later. But all right, uh, Blue's Clues. I was a I was a wee lad. You were a wee, wee lad. lad. You were a wee lad. Um, Did you have the feels? And we talked about this when he came back. And oh had yeah, America. Yeah, yeah. Things had gotten so bad in this <laughs> world that Steve from Blue's Clues had to address the nation. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That was rough. basically what he was saying was, "Did you do you remember me? Remember when we everything was neat?" And sort of okay. And then I just left. <laughs> so you know those abandonment issues you have yeah, now yeah. as an adult? You're welcome. You remember when everybody thought I committed suicide? Isn't that the whole thing when he like committed suicide? No, I, he went, the official story is he was going to college, but he actually went to start a music career. First, oh. first as like an indie guy and then as now a rapper. He's a rapper? Yeah, he raps. Oh, Steve from Blues Cruise is a rapper? It's insane. Not great. It's not. It's unwhack. It's whack, actually. It's it's not totally whack, but it's definitely not lit. <laughs> it's somewhere on the spectrum spectrum between not lit and whack. I think you can look up sound effects. I think you can. Hold on a second. Because I looked up fart before, and I came up with that album sound effects. <laughs> sound effects library. <laughs> 
came across a video recently on YouTube called One Hour of Silence Broken by Occasional Gnome Sounds. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that wasn't a joke. That was a real thing that I found. And uh, it's uh, really... Uh, it's really unsettling. Very unsettled. <laughs> What do we got? What are we talking about? Blues Clues? What's know. the number next on the, on the list? 14? Um, uh, next on the list, number 14. Number 14. Voltron! All right. Yeah, yeah. yeah Voltron. Two, two can play the soundboard game. Dude, Voltron. Voltron, the theme song from Voltron. 8-bit version. Is this right? I don't think so. This is Voltron Legendary Defender? Yeah, that's... Uh, is that a reboot? That might be the new one. Oh. Well, I failed. Yeah, that might be the new one because the the most recent one is it's got like an over... It's like an overdub. Okay. That was Action Explosion. <laughs> um, Defender of the Universe? Defender of the Universe. Try that one. If it's the actual theme, I can't. Oh, well, that's the actual theme. We can't play it. Not yet. Ah! Really, just, <laughs> just. In, in, in All right, sorry. <laughs> yeah. So we, well, you know what? Uh... The Galaxy Alliance was formed. Yeah, it was a, it was a long like, it, it had like music behind it, but it had together with the good. like Million Dollar Man kind of. Ironically. Yeah. It had the same. Voiceover, v voice actor, voice artist, yeah. As Optimus Prime. Oh. Planets of the solar system. That's Optimus Prime. That's Optimus Prime. Interesting. Isn't that weird? So he's able to get work after his character was killed off. Optimus Prime was in the. That's part of the charm of the the new movie. With Megan Fox. With Megan Fox. Shia LaBeouf. Besides the fact that we could see her. Yeah. We got to hear. They maintain peace. That voice, because that was. That was Optimus Prime. Did you get goosebumps when you saw that? Totally. Yeah. I was in the theater and I saw it come up and I was like, I looked at Melissa and I'm like, this is the, this is the, the preview for the new, the new thing. I got goosebumps when I saw Darth Vader in uh, Rogue One. And then again, when I saw Luke Skywalker CGI'd into the end of The Mandalorian. Spoiler alert. The... <laughs> Sorry. Rusky. Everybody. My bad. Gasping? <laughs> Everybody's outside. Is that what that banging is? Banging against the wall. Uh, yeah, anyway, so Voltron, <laughs> this this song, this opener, I think it's... Okay. Anyway, it's, it, it reminds me of the 80s. And this is one of my favorite shows. And you never saw it. The no. generational divide. The generational Five divide. Five lines combined into one giant robot. It's it's in a Rick and Morty episode. Yeah, th I saw that. There was Cartron. <laughs> uh, was it was it a was it a robot or was it more like a uh, a bunch of ferrets? I ferret yeah, robots. Yeah, it was with mice. I think it was uh, ferrets, but then they did it in the style of Goodfellas. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Which was dumb. Uh, we're, um, 
Um, moving on to number 13. Number 13. So Garfield and Friends. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Garfield and Friends. Such as. Sorry. Uh, Ot Odie? Otis? Otis. John? Odie. Otis. Odie? No. What is it? Odie? Garfield. Garfield and Otis. No, Odie. Garfield and. Otis Brown. Odie, right? Yeah, Odie. Otis Redding. Garfield Odie dies. Oh. That was a. Uh... Garfield Odie what? Well, it was, a, it was a search. Oh. Garfield then jumps at and infects Odie but doesn't kill him. What? <laughs> It's a wiki. Man, this misinformation thing with coronavirus is just wild. Yeah, apparently there's like a a, a, a thing about lasagna. Alternative. I remember lasagna. I remember about Mondays. I remember about John Arbuckle. Yeah. Yeah, he was um, clueless. He was a clueless man who just did, did not like get the concept of taking care of cat. Your Apparently sentient, the cat was... Sentient talking cat. Yeah. Well, no, he didn't talk, though. He had... He never really talked. There, he never he really was, talked. He was voiced, but he never spoke. Right. Okay. John just understood him like, you understand your stupid cat. Yeah. Shout out to Theo. <laughs> if you're watching at home, get off the counter. Get off. In the cat... Catatarium? Uh, uh, cata... Catnasium? It was a catatorium. Why is it a catatorium? It looked like a catnasium. There was a bunch of stuff in there. It, I, saw, I saw Kevin's new house. Oh, you know cool. what? Yeah, a catatorium would be like an auditorium. It was an auditorium for cats. So like it would, he would be on stage talking to all this the cats. This was more of a catnasium. Catnasium would be better. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, you had like a bunch all of his, things. All his toys and cat trees. Cat shit everywhere. Excuse yeah. my French. Yep. It's a family show. It is a family show. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, yeah, so there's that song, which I don't like the song. I just want to point out that. There's not poop everywhere in my, my house. <laughs> uh, number 12 on the list of 15 catchiest cartoon theme songs of the 1980s is a pup named Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Dooby-Doo. Not that song. Let's listen to what it is. I can't. Where are you? That sounds like an 80s version of Scooby-Doo. It's just bad. Yeah. So a pup named Scooby. So this is about Scooby-Doo being a puppy. Mm. Personally, the Scooby-Doo cartoon of the '70s is the one. Yeah, it's the only one. Yeah, if it wasn't for those crazy kids. Um, this is just—I don't know why this is on here. They should have Scooby. Oh, Scooby-Doo was a, I guess seventy. I guess technically a '70s thing. It's a '70s thing. I remember being a child, and Cartoon Network would run like those. Hanna Barbera cartoons right. during the day, right. right? So like you'd be watching Scooby Doo and the Jetsons and the Flintstones, right? Um, then they got their own network, Boomerang. Oh, Boomerang, because it comes back, and also it's entertainment for boomers. Ah, really? I just got that. Just clicked for me, right, Gen Z? I think it's just the. You you don't think that because it's, it was uh, I entertainment. Are I guess they weren't. They yeah they weren't the target audience. Yeah, no. But they created those shows. You're right, but boomers are uh, not the ones that would enjoy them particularly. Yeah, 
it, it was called Boomerang because like they were such classics that like you just come back to them. Like you can just like not watch them. I really wanted there to be a connection to the age thing. I watched a video about your guys' sense of humor, Gen Z, your deep fried memes, <laughs> and your, uh, your, your deep fried memes, existential dread and all that. Yeah. 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 Deep fried memes is a meme that was once funny and then became unfunny and then was ironically funny, but then like, uh, pixelated and hue tinted. If they're funny, they're not funny, though. That's the thing, yeah. right? Uh, like, like uh, you know, like like a minion that's been deep fried is funny, but no, 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 no. but minion. There's ones that are like old memes. You know how it was like the box letter font. You have to speak up because I don't think anybody can hear you. Uh, well, you know how it was the box letter font. Yes, how it was the box letter font. Yeah. And it just looks so much funnier. Yeah. Is that what it is? It's funny? Alright, <laughs> right, enough of that. Um please. <laughs> Use it more. <laughs> yeah, I I'm having fun with these sound effects. Uh Gem. Do you remember Gem? Gem? It was truly outrageous. No. She was truly, truly outrageous. Uh, After the success of both trans... This is according to CBR.com. Uh, according to the success of Transformers and G.I. Joe, A Real American Hero, which doesn't show up in this list, it's a shame, Hasbro tapped the same team to create a new show, Gem, known as Gem and the Holograms, uh, based around the show of new, a new line of fashion dolls. The show followed Je uh, Jerrica Benton, owner and manager of Starlight Music. Her alter ego, Jem, the mysterious lead singer of Jem and the Holograms, given the show was about a rock band, music was baked into the show's DNA, and it had like all sorts of like uh, mystery baked into it, too. Okay. I don't think it's going to... And it sounded like that kind of like 80s... Like reverbing. Yeah. And then the high. It was very, very 80s. Uh, my sister loved Jem uh, big time. That's all I could say about that. All right. Um, yeah. Jem. Jem. Okay. Thank you. For the, um, <laughs> for the summit. Yeah. We should do a podcast. Yeah, we were talking about that. Um, yeah. Listen, I have no problem making a fool of myself in front of the two people that sometimes tune into this. Uh-huh. <laughs> a whole room full of people? Yeah. A live studio audience? A live studio audience. Sounds awesome. I think it's going to be good. And we just have to actually plan for it. Yeah. No, like, impromptu, like, let's put something together the night before. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you email me at, like, 10 o'clock the night before. <laughs> let's talk about Beethoven. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about the 10 worst songs in the 1960s. Uh, number 10. Um, <laughs> number 10, The New Adventures of Winnie the Pooh. Mm. I never got Winnie the Pooh. Um, <laughs> not funny. Um, did you get Winnie the Pooh? Uh, people like were crazy about Winnie the Pooh. There, um, it it, it kind of transcended over time. There was the, the, the novel. There was a show. 
there are parallels between like Winnie the Pooh, the character, like Pooh, and um, Zen Buddhism. Right. A lot of like his like the the, the Zen words and philosophies of, of Winnie the Pooh mirror yeah mirror that. Winnie the Pooh was a, was a Buddhist, says the interns. <laughs> <laughs> Not filmed in front of a live studio. <laughs> We're actually produced now by the same people who did Big Bang Theory and yes. Two Broke Girls. Yeah, 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 yeah. Got well, that all right, track. so um, following the success of Disney's string of Winnie the Pooh theatrical shorts from the 1966 to 74. Band. The 1974 film, The Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh, the company gave his character the first television show in 1988, and we don't know what the song sounds like because it's not on here. Did you get to listen to it? No. No, did I. Let's <laughs> move on. I, I remember it because my mom used to show me like the Winnie the Pooh stuff. It was like, it was like really mellowed down, like kind of folksy. Uh huh. Like it was just catchy at the same time. It had like a Beatles like kind of thing to it. Had a. Beatles? Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I just I had friends like in the early nineties that I used to talk about it all the time and I'm not really quite sure. Um, Mask, number nine. Jim Carrey. Great nope. movie. Oh. No, this was a really cool show. Um, it's along the lines of uh, G.I. Joe in some ways. Mobile Armored Strike Command with a K. Yeah. Yeah, they had, to, they had to figure out the acronym. Oh, to fight the evil organization Venom. Yeah. Which stood for Vicious Evil Network of Mayhem. <laughs> it's a bit on the nose as well. Yeah, they were like, we need acronyms. <laughs> the kids love acronyms. <laughs> they really do. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Despite the show blatantly ripping off its competition, fans of Mask can at least boast that it had a much better theme song than shows which inspired it. Well, it was it was inspired by the the generation of um, like GI Joe and Transformers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was all about like. What was it about? Uh, it basically had the same premise. It was like these guys that were in these like really cool trucks and stuff that were like trying to prevent this secret society from taking over. Secret society of Donald Trump supporters. Right. Um, so it was sort of a, uh, you know, an allegory for what what what's been happening since the eighties. Yeah. You know, the vicious evil network of mayhem, otherwise known as mainstream media. Mm -hmm. There we go. It really just there it is. Nothing like a kids television program that has all sorts of just uh, violence. Yeah. Or, or um. What is, what is that? It's supposed to be artillery. <laughs> Grenades. It sounds like popcorn. That oh, these like are popcorn. authentic sounds of war. That's why it sounds like that. Why are we playing it? I don't know. <laughs> um, number eight, Denver the, Lo the Last Dinosaur. Yo, Metallica was on this show. 
What? Yeah, yeah. There was like an episode where like James and like Larks are like dinosaurs and they're like trying to get this like Devers friend to get like skateboarding and stuff. Uh, Do you think that's when people started to hate Metallica? I saw a meme recently about, um, you know, Metallica fans and you see like somebody dressed like on all like ripped jeans and long hair and they're looking real grungy. And then you see Metallica lead singer and it's... He's, uh, he's shopping at like... He's like, yeah, got an Armani on, yeah. Yeah, and he, no, it's... Yeah, he turned, they turned mainstream. That's when everybody was like, yeah, that's that bad or that's bad. Right. Right, that's what they say verbatim. That's what they say verbatim, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's a quote. <laughs> if you go on those websites that talk about these things, like, not the websites, Facebook groups. Blogs. Reddit, subreddits. Yeah, Reddit. It's just a pit of just despair of people that are just angry about their lives. And, like, dude, they made a ton of money. That they achieved everything they want to achieve. Like, yeah. let them just be successful. Who cares? Yeah, I, I'm inclined to agree with you. I feel You're like Kevin Klein to agree with me. I'm Calvin Klein to agree with you. <laughs> I feel like I feel like that's why there's, there's just the whole idea of just like metal <laughs> in general. Like, I get the appeal, and I've I've uh, banged my head uh, to a number of sweet tracks. But at a certain point, like, why are you so angry though? So you feel like Metallica should be able to um, go on their own and just celebrate the li yeah. their lives and their successes? Yeah, why not? Yeah. Very good. Very good. Get that yacht, James Hetfield. Get on that yacht. Yeah, it's fine. All right, good for you. <laughs> uh, so Denver, the last dinosaur, though. Uh, we, thanks for derailing this, uh, Greg. So it's uh, stepped, steeped in the kind of late 80s cliches that only a room full of adult studio executives could come up with. <laughs> And the show's truly rocking theme song was no exception. It's synth rock, he, uh, synth heavy rock tune played over footage of Denver in cool guy glasses, skateboarding, playing guitar, and duck walking like Marty McFly. Running McFly from Back to the Future. What's duck walking? I don't know. Duck walking, what is it? Is it literally like duck walking? Yeah, it's like Chuck Oh, oh. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Okay. Um, what are Cool Guy sunglasses, and where can I buy them? Uh, cool Guy sunglasses can be found at your local um, Dollar Tree. Dollar Tree. All right. Sure. Um, that's all I got. Okay. That's all I got there. I never saw that show. Neither, neither did I ever see Chippendale uh, Rescue Rangers. I did see. Is that next? Yeah. I did see uh, Land Before Time. Okay. Which I think actually was a movie. It was, yes. I didn't see Chippendale Rescue Rangers. I think Land Before Time really sad. Um, well, it's sad because you know that they're all going to die. Yeah. Because it's, you know. It's about dinosaurs. It's the, right. Yeah. It's the, well, someday uh, somebody's going to make a movie about humans and then they're about how we all died. Yeah. Like, in, like 100,000 years from now. Well, they already made like a whole bunch of those. This is true. 2012, Day After Tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, Waterworld. Yeah. Uh, Super Mario Brothers movie. Yeah. 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 Super Mario Brothers movie. It's a dystopian future thing. No. It is. It is. Wait, no, they go underground. That's what it's dystopian. Right. You gotta get up a pop culture. 
I've never seen it. You've never seen the Super Mario Brothers movie? No. With uh, uh, Ed Haskell or whatever his name is? Uh, Luguizamo. Think about the Vizima? <laughs> Why do we do this? Uh, he played Luigi. Luiguamo. I can't pronounce his name. Luguizamo. No, not Luiguamo. Leguizamo. Leguizamo. Thank you. Yeah. That's John? not right either. John. John Leguizamo. 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 <laughs> <laughs> and Kate Basinger. <laughs> Basinger? Kim um, Basinger's in it? No, I, it's just another hard to pronounce name. Is that all we have to say about that? Uh, yeah, it's a great movie. You should check it out. Five bags of popcorn. Very good. Okay. Uh, I know nothing about this Chippendale Rescue Rangers theme song. I've never heard it. I'm listening to it right now. To me, the DuckTales song, is that on here at all? Yeah. It is, okay. Uh, would be the thing. So let's move on to number six, the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. Okay. Um, so fun fact about this song. Yeah. I was like three or four, and I asked my mom to transcribe it. I was like, can you write out the notes to this song? Your mom knows how to play music? No, she oh. wrote on a sticky note, she wrote do, D-U, as if to represent do, 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 Please. And I was like, oh, thanks, mom. And I don't know what I did with it, but that was like, one could say that that was the start of my musical career. That's really cute. Asking my mom to transcribe the marriage. Your mom's really cool. I like your mom. Um, it's actually, this theme song is a, I, like a bit of a remix of that with like a little bit of a hip hop. Is it? It's hip hop so beat to it. Every time this, song, this, this show came on, my, my brother would watch it, and then I would hide. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it, like, drove me crazy. Oh, man. I was so, it was so corny. Yeah, the plumber rap. Uh, they're dressed as uh, the fire Mario and Luigi after they eat the fire flower, and the, their shirts turn white, and their uh, overalls turn red and green. Not a big fan. Like, I get what they're trying to do, but... It, do you remember uh, Super Mario Serial? No. It was like... Uh, it had, like, the, the, the marshmallows. Like, uh, Lucky Charms marshmallows in it. Oh, but they were shaped like stars and flowers. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. No. It was exactly like Lucky Charms, except it was cashing in on uh, children's dreams. Quick aside on the Mario franchise, I'm right now teaching to a student... Um, the super Bob Om Battlefield theme from Mario 64. That's the one that's. Uh... It's like jazz. Huh. Something like that. So. A long time ago, I read about the, the Super Mario Brothers, yeah, Koji Kondo. Yeah. Who, I mean, honestly, when you really think about it, the, the music in that, in those games is insane. It's great. It's really great. Not only is it catchy, 
but it's it's uh, off kind of off time rhythmically, right? Because you really some of it is is in in odd time. Some of it's just like using a syncopated rhythm. So are, yeah, if you're if you're playing this on the piano with left hand and right hand, they're definitely syncopated. They're definitely mixed meter polyrhythms. Yeah, yeah. Dint 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 Like that's a super syncopated line. Yeah. And then you get in the other ground theme. You got. But is that is that in four four? No. This one? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Uh. Okay, very good. That's, that was not bad for whatever. Something. <coughs> Excuse me, uh, but yeah, he uh, Kojo Kondo he um, composed uh, uh, Mario and Zelda, and the oh, the Legend of Zelda love. music is equally 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 as good. Zelda but we're not music. talking about that. We're talking about this stupid song so we, from yeah. the television show. Yeah, <laughs> we don't know who wrote it. The the they were bad though. Um, let's keep moving. We got yep. eight minutes to burn through. Oh these my next goodness! All right. Um, yeah, because we gotta go. We gotta do things. Uh, Thundercats. I uh, love this show. My brother uh, and sister and my cousin and I used to play this all the time. Uh, they just recently remade the show, actually, on Netflix. Um, it failed hard, huh? Yeah, horribly. Like one season, and like, I think it only had, like, it's been on Netflix for like two or three years now. Yeah. It's only had like about 1.5 million viewers. Only 1.5 million viewers. That's it? What a failure. This what a, is a tough business. There's a bass player named Thundercat who's great. Yes. Did he ever get sued? I don't know. Okay, you should have gotten sued. Uh, similar to Transformers, the theme to the original Thundercats uh, had its marketing down. Uh, I don't remember, actually. Thunder and Thundercats. Thunder. Thundercats. All right, sorry. Thundercats, ho. Thundercats are, huh. Sorry. Uh, number four, Inspector Gadget. <laughs> I know that one, and I watched this one. So that's some pretty phenomenal musicianship, no? For a... That's like uh, Pink Panther. I think so far, Inspector Gadget has my vote for the best song as far as musicianship is concerned. So far. Uh, yeah, it's a good tune. Catchy, catchy. Interesting. Noir. Dumb show. Really dumb. And every time I watched it, I felt stupider. Every time I saw it, my brother and sister younger than me saw it, would watch it all the time. And go, I was go, like, this Gadget. Mallet. Or whatever. Oh, the, the cat guy? Dr. Claw? Dr. Claw. Wait, um, so you watched uh, Inspector Gadget? Yeah. I've watched, I've watched so many shows. I, I was always under the assumption that Dr. Claw was the cat, and the claw was just like, it was just on the chair. Did they ever show it? Ever? When the oh, show ended? Huh. Like Tim's neighbor in uh, Home Improvement. Penny. 
It could be like it's like the failed Inspector Gadget that she's like. Wait, Penny out. made Inspector Gadget? Yeah, because he's like a robot. But Penny made Inspector Gadget. I thought Inspector yeah. Gadget was just yeah. like. I a think you're confusing with Anakin Skywalker and C three PO. No, no, I'm not. Like Penny was the genius who invented Inspector Gadget. Dude, that's brown. That's groundbreaking. You heard it here first, on uh, Real Brave Live. Maybe. Um, Penny. From. I think that's more of a that's like that's more of a gasp, a collective gasp. Oh, it could be a gasp thing. Yeah. Penny created Inspector Gadget. Well. Maybe you can get the applause for that. I don't have gasp anymore. Oh. I don't know what to it. Uh, All right, we got we to keep moving. Moving on. Um, moving on. Number three, The Simpsons. Uh. The Simpsons. So the musicianship here is pretty crazy, and it's got the orchestral background, and it's been around for 30 years, and it's never going to probably end, and... This is the go-to theme for if you're learning about your musical intervals, uh -huh. the distance between two individual notes, uh -huh. for the tritone. Ooh. And it, you really can't lean on those, but when done in succession, it yeah. could provide you a great kind of transition to something really interesting. Yeah. Because like it's that dissonance there. there yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. That sort of dreamy sort of thing. Which is interesting because like, well, this whole show is just like, I never really, sorry, I never really found it like very funny, but it's interesting. It's an interesting show to watch. Yeah, it's not funny, like amusing. Yeah. There was a thing. I, is it I, funny? I don't know. I um, breathed quickly and heavily out through my nose, and that was enough for me. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah, like you just kind of go like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> is it Rick and Morty funny from the first two seasons? No, right? No, no, no. No way. No way. Rick and Morty, my kids. So I was talking about. Um, I used to sing, there's a doo-doo in my butt, and I don't know what to do. So the other day, I was like, I told them, I'm like, listen, I'll let you watch Rick and Morty, and they watch it, and they didn't know that that song came from there. <laughs> there's a doo-doo in my butt. Yeah. Um, that, should, that song should be on here. Terry Folds. Terry Folds. <laughs> Terry Folds. Goodness gracious. Number two, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. When this came out, it was hysteria. Turtles in a half shell. Turtle power. Absolute hysteria. Oysters uh, in a half shell. Uh, the song is memorable for reaching Adam West Batman levels of repetition of the phrase Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles without ever becoming grating. Huh? I guess. Uh, the heroes in a half shell opening number is the kind of theme that can instantly send kids into a frenzy. Let's, uh, I don't remember what it sounds like. <laughs> but yes, iconic. Iconic. Let's move to number one. Which is per my personal uh, childhood favorite. We used to make fun of it all the time. DuckTales, woohoo. Scrooge McDuck. Scrooge McDuck. I never. I don't think I've ever seen DuckTales. Really? No, never seen that. Yeah, uh, it's it's a really stupid show. Anytime I ever think of um, a rich person, I think of Scrooge McDuck just diving into a pile of co I, hard coins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not a, it's not a liquid. <laughs> it's a condensed amount of solid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, um, Jeff Bezos is not jumping into his pile of coins at home because, you know, it just doesn't. 
It would break his entire body in half, exactly. And, that, and there you have it, um, the 15 most memorable uh, cartoon catchiest song themes of 80s, in the, not in that order. Good. Thank you. Good. We have to go, we have a meeting. <laughs> yeah. Um, super duper meeting time, and um, thank you for joining us. Uh, hopefully some of this made sense. Uh, happy birthday, Kevin. Thank you. Oh, wait. Um, happy birthday, Kevin. In order. Yeah, it's a huge birthday for him. He's 75 years old. Right? 70, 75. 75 years old. Years young. So happy birthday to you, Kevin. Uh, we'll see you here next time on Real Brave Live. Um, hopefully none of this was muted out. I'm trying something new, see what happens. Uh, talking over it, maybe you don't recognize it at all. See you guys next time here at Real Brave Live. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs>